Open your Bibles to Genesis chapter 10. The last time we were together, we looked at the rainbow and what the rainbow in the sky represents. Now we will move on to Genesis chapter 10. And this chapter covers the descendants of Noah. Of course, this would be after the flood. So read along with me as we read Genesis chapter 10. Genesis 10. This is the account of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, Noah's sons, who themselves had sons after the flood. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tiras. The son of Gomer, Ashkenaz, Rephath, and Togarma. The sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarshish, the Katim, and the Rodanim. From these the maritime people spread out into their territories by their clans within their nations, each with its own language. The sons of Ham, Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush, Seba, Abelah, Sabta, Ramah, and Sabteca. The sons of Ramah, Sheba, and Dedan. Cush was the father of Nimrod, who grew to be a mighty warrior on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. That is why it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. The first centers of his kingdom were Babylon, Erech, Akkad, and Calne in Shinar. From that land he went to Assyria, where he built Nineveh, Rehoboth Ir, Kalah and Resen, which is between Nineveh and Kalah, that is the great city. Mizraim was the father of the Luddites, Anamites, Lehebites, Naphatuhites, Pathrasites, Kasluhites, from whom the Philistines came, and Kaphtarites. Canaan was the father of Sidon, his firstborn, and of the Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, Girgashites, Hivites, Archites, Sinites, Arvadites, Zemarites and Hamathites. Later, the Canaanite clan scattered, and the borders of Canaan reached from Sidon toward Gerar as far as Gaza, and then toward Sodom, Gomorrah, Admah, and Zibuim as far as Lashah. These are the sons of Ham by their clans and languages in their territories and nations. Sons were also born to Shem, whose older brother was Japheth. Shem was the ancestor of all the sons of Eber. The sons of Shem, Elam, Asur, Arphaxad, Lud, and Aram. The sons of Aram, Uz, Hul, Gether, and Meshech. Arphaxad was the father of Shelah, and Shelah the father of Eber. Two sons were born to Eber. One was named Peleg, because in his time the earth was divided. His brother was Jactan. Joktan was the father of Almadad, Shelef, Hezar, Maveth, Gerar, Hadoram, Uzal, Dekla, Obal, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were sons of Joktan. The region where they lived stretched from Meshah towards Safar in the eastern hill country. These are the sons of Shem by their clans and languages in their territories and nations. These are the clans of Noah's sons, according to their lines of descent within their nations. From these, the nations spread out over the earth after the flood. 
now we are getting into the descendants of Noah. Now, I know sometimes these can be very hard to read because it's just a bunch of names, and a lot of these names you hear, you generally do not hear them in the Bible pretty much after this point or from whatever point it is that you read them in. But the Lord obviously saw it as something important for us to have, something for us to study, so we will study it. Now, we are set with a reminder of who is left after the flood. We read it in verse 1. Now these are the records of the generations of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The sons of Noah and sons were born to them after the flood. This was important to know because remember there were eight after the flood. So we know that in the beginning we all came from the original uh, man and woman, Adam and Eve. Now this is the new beginning. All right, now we start with the sons of Japheth in verse 2. The sons of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Badai, Javan, Tubal, Meshach, and Turas. Now, what do we know about these sons? Not much, I did not find uh, much on Gomer, didn't find much on Magog. On Madai, I found out that uh, this is an ancestor of the Medes who are from modern-day Iran. Javan, it says that his were a maritime people of Ionia, southern Greece. These were the first people who really spread out as there is about 1,547 miles between Greece and Iran where his brother Madai is. Tubal, it says that these were the people living near Cappadocia, which is modern-day Turkey. Meshesh, a nation somewhere in Asia Minor. Teres, a people possibly of uh, thrice on the Balkan Peninsula, which is modern-day Bulgaria. I have been looking up a lot of these people that are in these uh, descendants just to kind of give us an idea of where the people lived and where they spread out from and kind of how uh, we tie in with these people today. Now, in verse 3, we look at uh, Gomer, which is Japheth's son. We look at his children, verse 3. And the sons of Gomer were Ashkenaz, uh, Rehalf and Turgama. Ashkenaz, Gomer's son and Noah's grandson. Uh, he is the father of the latter-day Sumerians, uh, possibly uh, from Ukraine or eastern Turkey. Uh, Rafath, father of the people of the upper Euphrates area, uh, also called uh, uh, Diphath, which is around the Syria uh, area. Togerma, father of Japheth, uh, a Jephiite tribe uh, allied with ancient Tara and Magog, which is actually modern-day Lebanon. Verse 4, we look at Javan's children, and it reads, The sons of Javan were uh, uh, Elishesh and Tarshish, Kitam and uh, Diodanim, Diodanim, I should say. Uh, now, this is another son of Japheth. Uh, Elisha, ancestors of coastland people who settled, who settled uh, either uh, Cyprus or Sicily, uh, Sicily, which is modern-day Nicosia, an island west of Lebanon. Tarshish, it says the people live in the western Mediterranean. This could be anywhere from Libya to uh, Tunisia in Africa to the island of Malta to Sicily, so somewhere around there. Kittenham, uh, a Jephthite uh, tribe linked to Cyprus and Rome. Dodaim, uh, I found nothing on him. 
So to recap here, this seems to show us where the light-skinned people got their start. Remember, this is showing us kind of where they spread out from and uh, where they lived. Now, uh, this is giving us a preview of how the family of Noah began to separate in verse 5. It says, from these, the coastlands of the nations were separated into their lands, everyone according to his language, according to his families, into their nations. Now we move on to Noah's other son, Ham. We read in verse 6, and the sons of Ham were Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. Uh, Cush, this is the firstborn son of Ham and the father of the Cushites, who were from modern-day Ethiopia. Mizraim, uh, it did not say much on him. Put, it says that he is the father of Libyans, which is modern-day Libya. Canaan, uh, it says that his people lived in what is modern-day Syria, Jordan, and Israel. Now we look at Ham's grandkids through Cush which is in verse 7, which reads, And the sons of Cush were Shabbat, Havilah, Septa, Ramah, Septeka, and the sons of Ramah were Sheba and Dedan. Now what we found out is, is Shabbat, a Hamite or Arabian tribe. Havilah, it says, his descendants became an Arab nation. Septah, a Hamite or Arabian tribe like his brother Shabbat. Ramah, Ancestor of Cushites or an Arabian tribe. Septeca, a Hemite or Arabian tribe. Then we see Ramah has two sons mentioned. Uh, Cush's uh, grandkids and Noah's great grandkids. The first was Shabbat, Hamite or Arabian tribe. And the other one was Dadan, ancestor of the Danites. These uh, were descendants of Cush, so it is safe to say that they were from Ethiopia. Now another son of Cush is mentioned. In verse 8, now Cush became the father of Nimrod. He became a mighty one on the earth. Now, uh, let me read a little bit about what it says uh, about Nimrod. It says that uh, from Ham came Cush, who begot Nimrod, first on earth to become a mighty warrior and a mighty hunter before the Lord. The beginnings of the Sumerian, Babylonian, Akkadian and Assyrian empires are traceable to Nimrod, the father of emperors and imperialism. Okay, it even says that some some scholars suggest that Nimrod may be Sargon, the great king of Akkad, who flourished somewhere around 2300 BC. So that's just a little bit extra on Nimrod. Now it says uh, in verse 9 that uh, he was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Therefore, it is said like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. Verse 10, now we see the kingdoms Nimrod started. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel and Eretch and Akkad and Kanah in the land of Shinar. We get, now we begin to see where this mighty warrior, this mighty hunter before the Lord started his kingdoms. Uh, Nimrod covers more land in verses 11 and 12. From that land, he went forth into Assyria and built Nineveh and Rehoboth-er and Kalah and Resin between Nineveh and Kalah. Uh, this is the great city. Letting us know where he spread out to. Now we go back to Mizraim and his descendants in verse 13, which reads, Mizraim became the father of Ludan, Anamim, 
Lahabim, and Naphtahim. Okay, now, Ludin, ancestor of a Hamite tribe from northern Africa. It, it appears that this could have been from Tunisia, Morocco, Algeria, or Libya. And I mean, a uh, tribe of a nation related to the Egyptians. Lahabim, possibly related to the Libyans. And Naphtuhim, people of the Delta region of Lower Israel. I'm sorry, Lower Egypt. My mistake. Verse 14, we continue with Mizraim's children. It continues. And Pathrasim and Kashaluhim, from which came the Philistines, and Katurim. Okay. Pathrasim, people of the Pathros in Upper Egypt. Kashaluhim, descendants of Egypt, ancestors of Philistines, and Kafturim, descendants of Egypt, also possibly an ancestor of the Philistines. Now we take a look at Canaan and his sons. Verse 15 reads, Canaan became the father of Sadan, his firstborn, and Heth. All right, so Sadan, his firstborn, that's where we get on him. And as far as Heth goes, we get nothing. Okay, now we will look at the nine tribes of Canaan, also known as Canaanites. It says the Jebusites and the Amorite and the Girgashite. Okay, the Jebusite, inhabitants of Jebus, i.e. Jerusalem. The Amorite, they came from Saudi Arabia and southern Syria. The Girgashite, their locale was unknown. We move on to verse 17. And the Hivite and the Archite and the Semite. The Hivites were from Lebanon, the Archite from Arca, a city of Phoenicia, which is modern-day Lebanon. The Sidonite uh, from northern Lebanon. Verse 18. And the Arvadite and the Zemurite and the Hamathite. Afterwards, the families of the Canaanite were spread abroad. Okay, the Arvadite, they were inhabitants of Ruad, an island off of the Syrian coast. The Zimmerite, a city called Sumra, which could be modern-day Pakistan. And then we have the Hamathite, uh, Aramean Hittite people of Hamath, capital of Syria. Now, when we get to verse 19, notice the Canaanite territory. And the territory of the Canaanite extended from Sidon, as you go towards Gerar, as far as Gaza, as you go towards Sodom and Gomorrah and Abna and Zeboim, as far as Lasha. Sidon is on the coastline of modern-day Lebanon, which goes, which goes towards Gerar, which is south, which is modern-day south-central Israel. Then we go towards Gaza, which borders Egypt off the eastern coast of the Mediterranean Sea towards Sodom and Gomorrah, which is, to the best of my knowledge, southeast of uh, Bethlehem in modern-day Jordan by the Dead Sea. Uh, now, as far as Zebulim and Lasha, which is believed to be in the same region as Sodom and Gomorrah by the Dead Sea, that's all I really got on them. In verse 20, uh, we wrap up the descendants of Ham. Verse 20 says, these are the sons of Ham according to their families, according to their languages, by their lands, by their nations. It seems this is where the brown to dark uh, brown people begin. 
And in verse 21, we look at the line of Shem, which reads, And also to Shem, the father of all the children of Eber, and the older brother of Japhat, children were born. Eber is the first son mentioned, and his name means uh, crossover or other side of which the Hebrews were named. Uh, verse 22, five sons of Shem are named. And we'll read verse 22. The sons of Shem were Elam, Asher, Arphaxed, Lud, and Aram. Elam, founder of the Elamite tribes, which is modern-day Iran. Asher, his descendants became the Assyrians in northern Mesopotamia, which is modern-day Iraq. Arphaxed, ancestor of Jesus through Joseph. Lud, ancestor of uh, Semitic tribe, and Aram, ancestor of uh, Arameans, which is modern-day Mesopotamia. Now we take a peek at Shem's grandkids, verse 23. And the sons of Aram were Uz and Hur and Gether and uh, Mesha. Uh, now we see here is a look at uh, Aram's kids. Uz likely settled uh, Wada Sarham in uh, northern Canaan, home of Job. Hur, not much. It just says he was a grandson of Shem. Gether, not much. Just uh, a son of Aram and great-grandson of Noah. And nothing was really given on Masha, uh, just that he's a descendant of Shem. Now we look at Shem's uh, other son, Arphaxad's line in verse 24. Arphaxad became the father of Shelah, and Shelah became the father of Eber. Shelah is ancestor of Abraham, uh, Eber's father. 25, here we look at two sons of Eber who are singled out in verse 25. That would be the two sons were born to Eber. The name of the one was Peleg, for in his days the earth was divided. And his brother's name was Joktan. Peleg, ancestor of Abraham, and Joktan, uh, he was the source of 13 Arabian tribes. Verse 26, now we look at a few of Joktan's descendants uh, from uh, verses 26 to 29. And I will read. And Joktan became the father of Amadad and Shilaf and uh, Hazar, Mavath and Jerah, Hadaram, Uzel, Dakla, Obal, uh, Abimiel, Sheba, Ophar, Havilah, Jodab. All of these were the sons of Joktan. Now we see in a verse, we see that Hadaram, it says his ancestors of unidentified Arabian tribe. Uzel, a people who settled a city near Medina or uh, by Arabia. Dakla, not much, uh, just as he was descended of Noah. Obal, it says he was the source of an Arabian tribe. Abimael, not much, just uh, the ninth son of Joktan. Shabad, not much, just as he was the son of Joktan, descended of Shem. Uh, Ophar, it just says he was a... Uh, Another son of Joktan, descendant of Shem. Havilah, nothing much on him, just a descendant of Shem. Jodab, our ancestor of an Arabian tribe. Now, if we get to verse 30, the descendants of Joktan settled. Verse 30 says, now their settlement extended from Misha as you go towards Safar, the hill country of the east. To the best of my knowledge, they settled somewhere around the Persian Gulf. 
Now, after all that rundown, we see these are the descendants of Shem. Verse 31. These are the sons of Shem according to their families, according to their languages, by their lands, according to their nations. More uh, brown to uh, black people, if you will. And then we wrap it up with verse 32. It all points back to Noah. Verse 32 says, these are the families of the nations of Noah according to their genealogies. By their nations and out of these, the nations were separated on the earth after the flood. To recap, uh, two of Noah's sons fathered the Middle East and Africa, Palestine, and those regions. One son fathered the lighter brown people, or white people, if you will. This kind of gives us a rundown after the flood, just to show everyone that we are united as one. We came from two parents, Adam and Eve. We don't know exactly what the ancestry was. We can only assume, but no matter what it is, we see that after the flood, these eight people, Noah, his three sons, his wife, and his son's wife, fathered anybody that you see on the earth to this day. That brings us to the end of Genesis chapter 10. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you for giving to us in print. We thank you for giving us this history of where we come from. We pray and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.